everybody welcome back to the podcast we are on genesis chapter 15 and this is a very important chapter because as soon as i opened my bible and i read the topic and it said the lord's covenant with abraham and the first thing that came to my mind is abraham doesn't even know who god is right now abraham doesn't totally believe god and his ways he just got back from a war in genesis chapter 14 when he went to save lot and Abraham must be confused right now because he's following a God who Abraham thinks doesn't seem to help him. Let's just get straight into it and let's see what the Bible is trying to teach us. Verse 1 tells us that the Lord came to Abraham and said, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield and your very great reward. So the first verse tells us that God gave a promise to Abraham and said, Do not be afraid. I am your shield and your great reward. In Genesis 14, Abraham went through a lot to save Lot. Because Lot was being carried off to captivity and then Abraham went over with his people and saved his nephew Lot. And after that, must be tired. And we read in the last chapter that the king of Sodom came to Abraham and then Abraham had to give him his riches and his people in order to follow what Melchizedek or what God wanted him to follow. Genesis chapter 15 verse 2 tells us that Abraham talks to God and says, What can you give me since I am childless and the one who will inherit my things is Eliezer of Damascus? And Abraham said in verse 3, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my son. Now in those times, the thing was, If a person dies without having a son or a daughter, all of the riches, all of the things would go to the chief of the servants and in this case it was Eliezer of Damascus. God had previously promised Abraham a son because God said, look to the sand and you can see countless grains, that is how your generation would be. But God had still not given him a son. Verse 5 says, And then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards heaven and count the stars, my favorite verse, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, God said to him, So shall your descendants be. Last time in Genesis, we studied about Noah and how God promised Noah by showing a rainbow. And then now we see that God promised Abraham about a son and his descendants by showing Abraham the night sky full of stars. Verse 6 is the most important verse of chapter 15. Because in chapter 12, 13, 14, we see that Abraham took a leap of faith and followed God, but Abraham never trusted God. He even talks and fellowships with God in the first part of chapter 15. But it is not until verse 6 that Abraham believes God. That's why this is the most important verse of this chapter. God gives Abraham a promise and the Bible says Abraham believes God. This means that an unsaved person, Abraham followed God, obeyed God, walked with God, talked with God, worshipped God and tithed to God. Abraham even took great steps of faith. But he was unsaved. But then he believes on God's word. And then his story changes. 
If you go back to the first part of Genesis chapter 15 when Abraham asks God, even when God says, I will make sure things happen, Abraham still complains and says, God, you didn't even give me a son. How many times do we do that? How many times do we read the Bible, read promises from God that I will be with you, I will be your righteous right hand and I will strengthen you. Then we say, but God, I need a new iPhone. But God, I need a new laptop. But God, I need a new makeup palette. I know you're going to be my right hand, but right now, I want you to get me a pizza. Please, God, why are you not listening to me? Likewise, even when God said, Abraham, I will make sure things happen, he still doubted God and said, God, you haven't even given me a son. And then God says, I will make your descendants like the stars of the night sky. And then in verse 6, Abraham believes God. Verse 7 says, And then God said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans. Chaldeans are people who practice magic and witchcraft and all of sorts of those things which God said not to follow. Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. So God now guarantees his promise and says, I am the Lord who brought you out of your sinful homeland to give you this land so that you will inherit it. God has made this promise to Abraham before and now he repeats it the third time. The first time in 12 verse 7, second time in 13 verse 15 to 17, and then the third time in chapter 15 verse 7 to 21. God says, I will make sure that things happen. And then Abraham says, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? Abraham kind of says, okay, God, I know you're going to give me this land, but where is the proof? Where's the evidence? How will I know with certainty that you will give this land to me? And then God says, bring me three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat and three-year-old ram and turtle dove and a young pigeon. As soon as God started describing to Abraham the animals Abraham was supposed to gather, Abraham knew exactly what was going to happen. In those days, when you wanted to make a treaty or a, or a covenant or a promise, you would gather animals that were listed by God, cut them in two, and then walk through the divided animals. So you would cut the animals in half and then place one half on one side, other half on the other side and walk through them, which symbolizes that you're making sure that you do your part. By doing so, you're saying that if either you go back on your word, you will become like these animals who are cut in half. That's why a covenant made in a such way was deadly serious. And then the Bible says that Abraham brought all of these animals cut in half down in the middle and placed each piece opposite to each other, but he did not cut the birds in two. Once this was done, all Abraham had to do was wait. How do we know? Because Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 says, And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. Now vultures generally come to eat the dead bodies about a day or so after the body dies. It gives out this smell. That is what attracts the, uh, that is what attracts the vultures. That's why this, the Bible tells us that Abraham had to wait on God and he had to make sure that God was coming down. Verse 12. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. 
The same thing happened in Genesis chapter 2 when God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam so that he could take a rib from Adam's side and fashion a woman from it. God causes a deep sleep so that he could make something new out of what he has already created. Genesis chapter 15 verse 13 to 16. Then God said to Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and they will serve them, and they will afflict with them for 400 years, and also the nations whom they serve I will judge. So the Bible tells us that after Abraham's descendants inherit this place, they will be taken away and that they will be led away by people and enemies and then they will serve their enemies for 400 long years. But then God says that I will make sure that they are saved and I will make sure that they come back to the land which was promised to them. Verse 17, And then it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. The smoking oven and the burning torch symbolizes God passing between the pieces. So Abraham already passed between the pieces. God passed between the pieces. This tells us that the covenant was now complete. And then on the same day, the Bible says, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, to your descendants, I have given this land. And then God names these vast boundaries, the rivers of Egypt, the U river Euphrates. God names these vast boundaries and basically explains to Abraham about what, how big this land would be, which will be given to Abraham's descendants. And this is how chapter 15 ends. What do we learn from chapter 15? First thing that we learn is when God makes a promise, he will surely fulfill it. Second thing, sometimes we will have to wait for God. And God makes us wait for the perfect time because things happen in God's time and not ours. That's why if you feel like you're in a waiting period, Abraham was guaranteed his covenant. So I can assure you, the Bible says that Abraham waited and God completed the covenant. So if God is making you wait, then there is something big on the way.